Welcome to Healing for the Soul podcast with this being season number four, episode number 47. I am your host, Robin Stoltman, and today I have my guest, Mime Vega, Vega, who's a naturopathic herbalist and holistic life coach, former NASA computer scientist on the show talking about fitting homeschooling into your career. And before we get started, remember every week I feature different guests to help you become the best version of yourself through different methods you may not have heard of or thought of. So let's get started. Thank you so much for being here. And I, sorry if I butchered your name. No problem. No, you didn't. No, that's great. That's perfect. <clears throat> I'm not the first person and I won't be the last. Yeah, exactly. No, no, you didn't. No, you did great. So what is your specialty and who do you like to work with? Um. Well, actually, right now, um, my main focus is um, training people how to become holistic healers. And when I first started Aruka.com, it's the Holistic Life Academy, we teach um, naturopathic herbalism and coaching and also online business and marketing, um, all part of one program. It's a health coach certification program. I, I initially designed it um, for people who once were in my position, you know, many years ago, who who wanted to learn um, holistic health and healing, you know, maybe be a nutritionist or a naturopath or an herbalist, but because they had children, you know, or what, you know, whatever the situation, they couldn't move to, um, you know, one of the um, leading schools um, to attend in person. And, um, but, you know, actually, I, I don't, um, I don't have any students that are in that exact position. Actually, um, um, they're, they're actually, some of them are medical professionals, like doctors, nurses, and medical technicians. And some of them are just people um, who, who just want to learn um, the art of holistic health and healing or and want to get into the um, online business aspect of it. Or they want to um, primarily just learn the art to heal themselves and their families. So I'll work, you know, with anyone. I... I, my heart is for women and mothers who just want to be able to, to raise their children um, without the need for, you know, vaccines, drugs, doctors, or even dentists, you know, how to, how to raise your child the holistic way. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> but that's really I, didn't, I didn't know that was possible without the dentist. That's a, that's a very interesting one. Yes, that is. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think you want me to talk about this a little bit because you mentioned calcium on my on my yeah. YouTube on my YouTube channel. Actually, on my blog, if you go to aruka.com/blog/cavities, I talk about um, how I talk. I give you an herbal formula that mm -hmm. um, that we use to regrow to remineralize our teeth. So that if we do have cavities, um, we just start draining that tea, and it'll it'll it fills them in. <laughs> and um, that's awesome. You know how much money that would save. Right. I'm sure you already do, but I'm just like that's my like my first. Sorry. For the longest time, we didn't have medical or dental insurance. We still don't have medical insurance, and that saves us like six hundred dollars a month. And we just decided, you know, after the. Obamacare ended, we're like, well, why do we need this? We never see the doctor. We never go to hospitals. 
<clears throat> just cancel it. And if we do have emergency, well, we can be saving up money and pay it out of pocket. And there's also those co-op things, you know, nowadays where True. you can, yeah. But we haven't done that either. We just save our money and we get vitamins and herbs and organic food and raw milk and, you know, good things that will keep us not needing the doctor or the dentist or the hospital or pharmaceutical drugs. So anyways, um, so back to my herbal calcium formula. So it's, it's not just the herbal calcium formula, but it's also, um, I also talk about minerals. And um, so it's a combination of herbal calcium formula, minerals, and then I also go a little bit into Dr. Weston A. Price. I don't know if you've heard of him, but he's, oh. he's one of the pioneers of the holistic health and healing movement. He is, um, he is basically a dentist. He was a dentist in his day. But what he did was he did something wonderful. He went to different uh, parts of the world and he studied different cultures, especially the indigenous people. And he noticed that the indigenous people, they didn't have cavities. They didn't have, uh, they also, they, their teeth were not misaligned. Um, <clears throat> they had great health. They um, didn't have the diseases that we have in the West. Okay. And then he also saw that when these same native people, when they started adopting uh, Western culture or moder modernized um, ways of living and diet, especially diet, it's mostly diet, that that's when they started getting cavities and diseases. And you eat what Dr. Weston A. Price, I think you, you can get his book from Amazon still. I think it's called Nutrition and Physical, I, I forgot, but just Weston A. Price Nutrition on Amazon.com. You can still buy his book. And he, he is one of the founders of the Holistic Health and Healing Movement. And basically, he talks about how, you know, these Native people, how they ate so naturally. And they ate, when they did, you know, they ate raw milk and dairy, and they ate fresh meat, and they had organic vegetables. It wasn't certified organic, um, but it was things that they would forage. And there was no GMO, you know, you know, you know, GMO wheat. And I believe this is part of the problem why there's so many people that are gluten intolerant. First of all, our common wheat has, has, um, has evolved um, and mutated. And it, it, it now has something that um, is, is very harmful for our, our gut. Okay. And further than that, if it's not organic, if it's GMO, they've also added something into it where that makes, um, you know, when insects consume it, it, it makes their intestines explode. And so that's one of the reasons why there's so many people with gut issues today and so many people who are gluten intolerant. <clears throat> I mean, we see in the days of the Bible, they clearly ate bread, you know. Well, the they did, yes. Yeah, but the bread they were eating is not from the wheat that we have today. Our wheat is so um, just uh, terrible now. You know, it's just become, and this is what the re reason for gluten intolerance. Now, um, and, it, and some people show the gluten intolerance very easily. You know, they're so obviously gluten intolerant. And some people, they don't. Like my family, we don't have severe reactions to gluten intolerance, but it's still hard on the digestive system, no matter who you are. It's better if you get organic and also sprouted. And then alternative forms of wheat are also good, like sprout, um, spelt wheat, 
is good. It's a, it's a kind of wheat, but it's ancient. And I think okay. it has this nice sweet taste. And it's a little bit fluffier and lighter. I love making like pancakes and, and challah and stuff like that with spelt. Anyways, <clears throat> so now, but the ancients, you know, our ancestors, they ate, they didn't eat the same kind of food. They may, I might've eaten wheat, but it wasn't the same wheat that we had today. And they ate meat. They ate meat. They drank milk. There's milk and meat in the Bible, you know. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> but the kind of milk also was not, first of all, was mostly goat milk in the days of the Bible. And goat milk is more natural to the human body. It's closer to human breast milk than cow milk. Um, and then, I did not know that. Yes. Goat milk is closer to human breast milk than cow milk. So our whole family, we drink goat milk. Raw is best, um, but, you know, we just get it usually from Trader Joe's or Sprouts. They have, um, I don't know if you have that at your, where you live. No, not in South Dakota. It's a very nice tasting brand. Um, um, but, you know, whatever, goat milk is, is better for, the, for humans than cow milk. There's this whole movement about not milk and how it causes allergies and, and blah, blah, blah. And part of the problem is because most of the world is consuming cow milk, which we're basically not designed. It's not, it's not, we're not designed to consume that. And it's not easy for our bodies to assimilate it. So, but goat milk is more assimilable. Um, and then um, another problem is raw. When we consume raw dairy, that's also, it becomes healthy instead of unhealthy. Like, <clears throat> homogenized pasteurized gmo cow milk oh yeah is not is not healthy but when you get raw organic even if it's cow milk it's still there's still a lot of health benefits okay even if it's cow milk so i'm not trying to knock cow milk down i'm just saying goat milk is better than cow milk and organic is better than non-organic and raw milk is better than not raw milk so anyways these are the kinds of foods that they ate they ate raw dairy they ate fresh meat and most of the meat today, you know, if it's not organic, grass-fed, kosher, it's very, very low quality. It's very acidic, and it's 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 going to make you sick, you know, especially if you eat a lot of it. So it should be fresh. It should be um, proper. The animals should be properly treated. Um, and also, they used every part of the body. And that's the problem we're having today is that we're not consuming enough, <clears throat> basically, broth. We're not consuming enough bone broth. That's something also the lot of even even my 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 mom and um, the way she cooked, she cooked with a lot of broths because they utilized every single part of the animal. And that's another big thing that people are lacking today is um, collagen. So collagen and that's from from the bones and the broth. That's because everything is packaged and we're not growing and, and raising and, um, you know, having our own animals. And so we're not getting the whole we're not getting a holistic holistic nutrition from them, you know, but anyways, um, <clears throat> no, herbal that's interesting. So I had, I, I know you, do, I know we were supposed to talk about something else, but I, I think you really want to hear this. Mm -hmm. Most people do. <laughs> Most people really like it when I talk about it. Um, so, so your intake of calcium is one thing, but part of the problem with calcium from especially cow milk is that our bodies don't know how to assimilate it very well. Well, the herbal calcium formula that I talk about in that video that's on that blog that I just said, it is um, the herbs in there help you assimilate the calcium that you're already taking in. 
And so, for example, when you have arthritis, a lot of times it's not because you're not getting enough calcium, but they're being they're getting stuck. The calcium is getting stuck in different places, which causes the arthritic pain. But when you take this herbal calcium tea, it helps you actually assimilate the calcium that you're already taking and make it and it makes that calcium go to the right places in your body that you that you really need it. And that's what the formula is really helpful for. So you can continue to even whether you take, you know, whatever your calcium intake is, because you, you don't have to consume dairy to get calcium. You can get it from, you know, uh, you know, plants and you can get it from different sources. But the point is, um, a lot of times we, our bodies, even if you take it from a from a calcium pill, your body still will probably have um, problems assimilating the, the supplement that you've taken. Like it's in your body, but your body doesn't know how to process it, right? So when you take the herbal calcium formula, um, it will help your body process the, calci the, the, what, the calcium that you're already taking in. So for me, it was the minerals and it was the um, herbal calcium formula. Now, <clears throat> it's funny because I, I finally visited the dentist this year but I hadn't visited visited the dentist in like at least it was, it was like over six years ago that I visited the dentist. And the last time I visited the dentist, I had a bunch of cavities. I even had a broken tooth. Oh wow! No, it wasn't broken yet. It was a it was a big cavity. He's like that tooth is gonna is about to break. You better you better fix that um, now before it breaks. And I was like, oh no, I don't. I'm fine, you know. And I ignored I ignored um, my dentist. And what I did, I, start, I started, I used to have this pain in my joints where um, it would get dislocated in the middle of the night. Oh, excuse me, hold on. It would get dislocated in the middle of the night and I would have to painfully pop it back in place, okay? And so I started taking calcium pills um, and it fixed it. And then I went, that, this is early in my years and I was still studying herbalism. And I came across one of my teachers, Dr. John Christopher. He, was, he wasn't a medical doctor. He was, he was just an herbalist, master herbalist. Um, and he recommended this herbal calcium formula. And so I was like, well, yeah, I'd rather do that than take like calcium pills, right? So I started taking the herbal calcium formula and drinking it every day. And he warned, he said, you know, my students, a lot of times they start taking my formula and their, their fillings pop out. I was like, okay, that's interesting. And surely enough, you know, um, I, you know, my, my feeling popped out and I think it was a few months and I was like, oh my goodness, what do I do? And it hurt because it was exposed. Right. I was well, like, yeah. Yeah. But I was like, I'm going to have faith that this will continue to heal because if I got it filled, it might just pop out again. Right. So I was like, it was mm -hmm. painful for a while, but then I kept on drinking the herbal calcium formula and, you know, eventually it was no longer painful, you know? And it took a few months. So anyways, <clears throat> after a month of drinking this herbal calcium formula, not I, I, not only could I stop taking the calcium pills for my dislocated knee joints, that was very painful, but I also had sciatica. <clears throat> and I was in, so I, I, I had years of pain, like maybe like four years of pain. I was in pain and I could not um, carry my baby like up the stairs. I couldn't, I couldn't carry a, a basket of laundry up the stairs. Um, I did carry the groceries, you know, out of the car to, to my kitchen and it was painful, but I did it because, you know, my, my husband wasn't home when I did grocery shopping. So I just did it. And I would carry my baby only to put him in the car seat or on a, on a high chair or something like that. But other than that, I would not carry my baby because it's just so painful. And I, I went to chiropractors, I went to physical therapists, you know, I did all kinds of stuff. I didn't, uh, 
and and they always provided like temporary relief or minor relief but never anything really lasting but when i started drinking this herbal calcium tea oh my goodness i was like i, was, I had a new back out i my my sciatica went away and other people that i that i recommend my formula to like arthritis um varicose veins a vertigo heart palpitations one of my friends said she had heart palpitations and that it helped her with that all kinds of stuff i used to also have bleeding gums my gums would bleed almost every day if not at least every other day i don't know what was wrong with me and i would go to the dentist and they'd be like oh you need to floss more you need to brush your teeth more blah 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 and i did that you know i was like religiously and let me tell you right now i do not floss and i brush my teeth once per day and I have no more bleeding gums because of the herbal calcium tea formula. Okay. And, um, awesome. like it, it's, it's just so wonderful. And so I finally go back to the dentist after, um, what is it? Seven years. I don't know. 2013. So what, I don't know how many years is that? That's like, oh, it's like nine. It's been, it's been, you know, nine years now. Finally go back to the dentist and he says, you have no cavities. And I told him about my herbal calcium tea formula. He's like, yeah, I can see that there's this new layer that that grows, that is growing like, you know, on your teeth. I, he, said, he basically said that in the x-rays, he can see that my my teeth have been remineralized. It was like a new layer of, of minerals. It's like, wow, that's awesome. That's, yeah. 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 Well, yeah, because I'm just thinking when you said about for the calcium deposits, because that's what my body's been doing like the whole time. That's what I've had to have repeat um, hip surgery. And then I've also had knee surgery so young at 15 because of that calcium just puts it wherever it feels like. So I'm like, hmm. Yes, but no, that's, I have no idea what it even is. I'm sorry? I have no idea if there's like an actual medical term for it or not. But I'm just like, my well, body just gets bone wherever. Arthritis, you know, sciatica. They just, um, anyways. Okay. Let's go. Let's go to the topic that we were supposed to talk about, which that was how do oh, I? That, that, how, that was that was fascinating though. So, <laughs> yes. Uh, how do you fit in this homeschooling into the career that you have? Because you also, so like for your academy, is that one, um, like where you just have a, a program that's live or is it recorded videos? Because I'm that's the other thing I got to think of is how do you fit that into the homeschooling? Yeah. Um, well, there are some, there are, I, I have some videos for, I have a video mm -hmm. for every course, but, but a lot of times it's, um, it's, it's books and videos from other healers, either medical doctors who are holistic or herbalists or, or researchers, independent researchers. Um, so, and then there's, um, I, I, I make my students write, read and write and read, write, um, also speak record themselves on audio and video because it's it's very online business online entrepreneurship focused and so communication is very important not only written yes. but spoken and video and everything so um my students do a variety of um communication things and um later they also learn like you know how to make a website and you know different stuff like that and and uh, there's a lot of uh, it's mostly online interaction you know i'll chat with my students either email or you know a, whatever i'll use facebook messenger or they can text me or whatever so um I'm, I'm very i'm very much there for my students and i love doing it and and then i'll answer questions and um whatever so 
Um, so, but I don't create all, I don't create all the content. I do have a video for each um, subject um, where I kind of introduce the topic. And then after that, they, they, they usually each module comes with at least one video and one book. Sometimes it's just articles and stuff like that. But anyways, um, yeah. So how do I do this? Well, uh -huh. yeah, how do you do that, especially like with the homeschooling? That's because yeah. I'm like, you're very present in the in your academy, but then you still got life. I'm like, yeah. you still got to work at the same time, not just do the academy, at least yeah. I'm assuming, and then um, doing the homeschooling. Yes. So I have seven children of my own. Two of them are, um, well, it's like two of them are still in diapers, and I breastfeed one of them still. And then, um, so, and then one of them is in college, so he helps me out a lot. And the other one is almost done with high school, and she helps me out a lot, too. Um, but, you know, so, and then I actually homeschool three other children, not my own, um, you know, friends and relatives. We're like, oh, she only has seven children. She's such a great homeschool teacher. Let's just give her some more. She can handle it. <laughs> so, um how do I do it? So I, I my, my, my older children do help me when I was, when I was younger and I didn't have anyone to help. Um, well, I did it by myself. And I think, you know, the online business model is really nice because it's very flexible. You know, people email you and you email them back when you can. Sometimes I'll have a, you know, a little meeting, but you know, I'll, I'll tell people, you know, that, you know, I have children, they understand, um, it's, you know, and, um, if I do have to have like a, maybe a first meeting or a longer meeting, I'll, you know, ask a, ask a friend, uh, you know, ask a friend or neighbor or something like that to watch my children for like an hour or two. That was in the beginning. Now I can just ask mm -hmm. my teenagers. Like right now, my teenagers are watching the kids while I'm here, like with you. Um, so yeah, that's how I do it. And and in terms of homeschooling, like I don't worry about um, <clears throat> what I don't have to worry about, basically. So in California... Um, it, it was, it, it wasn't too bad, surprisingly. Um, there were some subjects that you had to cover and you had to, to take, keep records. And then we just did that, you know, and I didn't, I didn't try to be like, I'm not, I don't push for perfect perfection on my children because I don't think it's necessary to be perfect in every single subject and, you know, that kind no. of stuff. <laughs> um, I, I'm more, no, I'm more into like, uh, there, I think character and attitude is the most important thing. So yes. if they if they get bad grades on, let's say, math, I'm like, no problem. Just do it again tomorrow. There's no consequence other than that you have to repeat it, and there's nothing wrong with repeating it. There's, there's no shame. There's nothing in repeating anything, you know. No, because that's how we learn, law of repetition. <laughs> that's yeah. why it's a law. And some people, and I, I honestly believe that everyone is gifted in something, you know, and I yes. think my children, every one of them has strong points in certain things. So I don't like, you know, I have one child that's like very academic and brilliant in like all of his studies, but then he's also um, not as much of a talker, not as, because um, he like, has a different personality. Whereas maybe one of my other children, she might not be, you know, straight A's and everything, but she's got this wonderful personality that is like opening and inviting and everyone wants to hang out with her. And I think those are both gifts. Like, well, it's not just about 
academic learning or whatever. So I, I get a lot of help and, and I make the main thing, the main thing. I don't let the government or the world set my standards for me. You know, I teach them what I believe um, they need to learn and I don't sweat, you know, not following some imaginary authority's schedule because it's the authority, it's me, my husband and God, you know, we set, we, we are the ones that are responsible for teaching our children. And I agree with that too, because I know that's one of the things that, um, for me, that's what actually one of my questions was too, is like, do you do like the traditional methods that school has, you know, like there's math, there's reading, there's spelling, there's all of that. Mm-hmm. And like that eight hours, they expect kids to sit in their seat. They expect them to sit in a chair the whole time. And it's like, to me. And then go back home and do more homework for like two yeah. hours. It's ridiculous. That's why they're all on, you know, Ritalin and all that, you know. Zo- That's what I was wondering. Cause I'm like, they're expecting way too much from kids these days. In in my opinion, I think then, and I'm not, I know I'm not alone. They're expecting way more. Yeah. Adults don't want to sit for eight hours doing paperwork. No, I can only do it for about 20 minutes at a time. And then I'm like, I got to do something else. Or yeah. like on the computer work, I'm like, I got about half an hour, an hour. And then I'm, I have to switch to something else. Cause my, my body gets tired. It's got a lot of work to do to hold up everything. And I'm like, just think about the kids. I'm like, I can't do that. No. It's and, like child abuse. Well, yeah. And then it's like, even with the kids, that's what I, that's one of the things I was thinking about too, is that um, what has been like the best benefit that you have noticed while homeschooling and having the career, like either for you or for your children? Um, because I homeschool and have a career? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Probably that... I, I always communicate to them that why I do what I do. I say, I always tell them, I do this for you. I have an online business because I want to be with you. And I don't, and I want to also, um, you know, we could, we could just depend on my husband's income, but then it would be, um, we couldn't do as much, right? If it was just him working. Um, and, so, and so I think they, they see this example of, and also tell them, like, you never know what's going to happen. You never know something might happen to your spouse. And you don't want to be stuck with nothing and rebuild from scratch, you know. So um, I've, I've seen it and heard it. Yeah. Like, I've had friends where, you know, their husband passes away or is injured, you know, whatever. And so I think the consequence of me homeschooling and having on, an online business is, number one, um, our, our family is very close. And it's like we have a mission. It's, it, you know. Um, even even my business, they understand that my business is partly a mission um, to to provide for help provide for our family, but also uh, to leave a legacy for them. Like we are a holistic family, we are such a holistic family that we teach others about holistic health and healing, and that's also more of an encouragement for them to keep walking on that path of holistic health and healing. You know, if if you're a family, it's like a, it's like the family well, business yeah. passing on, right? And it's actually part of our curriculum is learning about holistic health and healing. And another thing is that um, I think they are very entrepreneurship minded. And I'm, I'm very glad for that because even if they do get jobs, at least they know that they have something to fall back on and they know that they, they don't have to rely on someone. And 
you know, I, I think it's really good. I just, I, I see, it's, I don't regret at all. And I, in fact, I want all my children to be entrepreneurs, even if they do get a job, have something on the side, you know. And I also want all my children to homeschool and they see the importance of homeschooling too now, just like with everything that's going on in the world. And, and, um, and I'm teaching them, you know, godly values. And, and if in public school, they'll be learning secular values, but also just the closeness that we all have with each other. I don't see that in families that are public schooled. Um, you know, not me, not, me and my children are close and also they are close to each other too. And they get along with each other. And, you know, that's, that's one of the things I, I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned that because that's one of the things that I've actually been thinking about, like with my own kids is because now it's like, they want me because I did send them to preschool mm-hmm. and then now they want me to, of course, send the one son into kindergarten and then the next one would go into preschool. And I'm like, but it's almost like they're trying to say that having the attachment so close, like, like the one child, he he's like super glue. But I can come here at least, so that's a plus. But I mean, like, it's almost like they're trying to take that bond away, almost away from the parents so quick. That's what I kind of like get the feeling. I like that's what like the school wants to keep focusing on. And maybe that's not intentional on their part. But I didn't know, like, when you talk about, like, the closeness, like, that you have within your family, to me, that's a good thing. But then I'm like, why is everybody, like, so pushy? This is something I've been questioning myself. Because they're like, he needs to go to school. He needs to go to school. And I'm just like, I know his behaviors are worse when he's in school versus out of school. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, well, he doesn't exhibit any behaviors in school. And I'm like, well, of course he's not. But when he's at home, he does. Yeah, that's I was just wondering if you noticed that. <clears throat> I noticed that. I know I, when I compare my children to not even, you know what, honestly, it's not even just public school, even private school, even people that are private schooled, I still see a difference. I, now, there might be some homeschool parents that shouldn't be homeschool parents, uh, you know. Yes. But, <laughs> you I, I, but you know, there's, there, there's no substitute for a good godly parent. It really isn't. That is true. And I do take them to classes. I'll take them to, you know, we'll be part of a co-op and then some other teacher will lead and I'll teach another class. But I'm I'm very involved. The primary responsibility for them learning everything and anything falls on me, not anyone else. I agree with you because, like, that's how our minds are set up. And I'm like, I want my kids to be successful. So, like, (laughs) when I see my kids, I'm like, some people think that I'm crazy. And that's okay. And they don't have to, they, they got their own opinions. And I got mine. But like one of the things that I'm thinking is that all my kids, the ones I do have, they are multimillionaires. Like I've already declared that. I'm like, no, you guys are multimillionaires. You guys are, you guys have employees, not the other way around. Whether or not that actually happens, I don't know. But I do know how the power, law of attraction works, how God works. I know how that stuff happens. So I'm like, Please God, please God, please God. At least I got one that wants to be a farmer. So I'm like, I'll be good. I know that's one of the things I was wondering too, is like, what do you do as a naturopathic herbalist? I don't know what that is. Um, so herbalism is basically the ancient healing art 
before there was any such thing as hospitals or pharmaceutical drugs or um, even medical doctors or dentists, the healers were herbalists. They used herbs and diet and fasting and stuff like that. Um, the word naturopathy is more of a... Oh, Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Is that, I just wanted to ask, is that kind of like the, um, I've heard it in the Native American culture, like the medicine doctor? Yeah, like the medicine man, the witch, the witch doctor. It, it doesn't have to be, I mean, whether you combine it with religion or not, it doesn't matter. The, on, the only way that people had to heal before there was any such thing as pharmaceutical corporations was, were the things in nature, you know, primarily herbs and also, you know, fasting and, you know, hydrotherapy, hot, hot and cold water treatments, stuff like that. And then naturopathy is more of a newer word, but it kind of encompasses all the other newer, especially it, it encompasses herbalism, but it also encompasses the, the newer healing arts. One of them, one of my main ones is, um, is orthomolecular nutrition or orthomolecular medicine, which is probably better known as mega dose vitamin therapy. It's taking high doses of um, vitamin C, vitamin D, high, high compared to what the um, FDA recommends, because what the FDA recommends is really nothing. It's, it's not good enough for healing, um, but it's, it's, it's high enough so that it actually causes healing to your body. Um, so that's an, another major one. Um, yeah, like vitamin, especially with vitamin C and vitamin D and magnesium and, um, you know, niacin, things that are, you know, our, our soils. Another thing is our soils are being depleted. So even the food that we're growing, the, the fruit and the vegetables that we're growing, they don't have the same kind of nutrition. They have like maybe just 30% of the nutrition that they had about a hundred years ago. And the number keeps going down. And it's because we're not doing, we're not, we're not growing our food the same way that let's say the Native Americans did. The Native, Amer Native Americans mm -hmm. used to feed their plants fish to fertilize them. And what do we, what do we feed our, our plants? We feed them water. We feed them chemical crap, really. You know, I'm, I'm just thinking like the garden. I mean, that's what I'm thinking. Like, like my dream has always been to have an indoor garden. And I swear up and down on God's green earth. When I get my money, when I get enough money coming in, that is like one of my first things I want to buy is I want to buy um, one of those tower gardens mm -hmm. that, that are the, inside the house because I'm like, they figured out what I've been wanting to figure out for years. Um, because that's like literally that's what I want to be able to do is because the food tastes better. There's no chemicals. Um, like a large family saves me money, saves me time because my kids can go can go pick. My kids can go do that stuff. Um, but that's interesting because I'm like I'm thinking, well, I just give them water, but that I never knew about like the fish water. Was it like fish or is it like fish water? They give them the the Native Americans would feed them fish, and there's also you know when you have good fertilizer when your plants are outside. You have bugs that are dying and animals that are defecating. And this is good because it's fertilizing the soil. It's, it's a good thing. Um, today, we just buy some kind of fertilizer from the store with chemicals and other junk, you know, that isn't. Very I don't use fertilizers. Mm -hmm. Well, sometimes it's sometimes it's it's necessary. And also the quality of the soil, too, is, is important. True. I'm thinking about that because like the soil that we got is not so good. That's why I'm like, we have to actually get like the miracle grow type stuff just because it's like the soil that we got at the house is not very good. But I'm like, well, I never thought about that part of it though. 
you could compost you could compost and then use that as fertilizer true yeah that, that was be, true mm -hmm. and that would be a lot better and a lot healthier and then there'd be yes because i'm thinking all those banana peels from the kids eggshells and peels yeah all kinds of stuff my, my kids i swear they like to play like mario kart if you've ever played mario kart yeah um yeah they like to throw the banana peels on the floor and i'm like this is not mario kart. you're not gonna wipe out i haven't played that for years so i just thought of that like with the bananas but it's like yeah um the compost part that would work really good to be able to have that because doesn't it break down to like a soil type almost or not really yeah, mm -hmm. it'll decompose into into good fertilizer. Mm -hmm. Hmm. And all your, yeah, fruit peels, vegetable, you know, the parts of the vegetables that you don't eat or for anything, any fruit and vegetable goes um, goes bad, you know, you can include that. But how does that work, though, like with they're sprayed with the chemicals? Because doesn't that chemical get into that then? So if they're not organic. Yeah, right. They should be organic. Well, you shouldn't be organic. I mean, ideally, I mean, we do sometimes eat non-organic things, but ideally you should try to get organic as much as possible. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense then. Because even like, the fertilizer that you're buying, the fertilizing that you, the fertilizer that you buy probably has some chemicals too. True. If you buy miracle grow or whatever, that kind of soil, yeah. That's true. They do have chemicals in it to help make the plants grow. Yeah. So yeah, that, that would make sense. Well, I've appreciated this so much and I'm sure our audience has too as well, either while they're tuning in live um, through audio or through watching our live here. I appreciate everybody's time and energy and thank you so much, Mime, for being here. I really appreciate it. Yes. Thank you for having me. It was nice to connect.